two peas on a pod. It's a podcast about movies and other stuff. Two peas on a pod brought to you live from two Mississippi movie buffs. Two peas on a pod exploring films so you can get all the details. Two peas on a pod. Here come your hosts, Jason and Dale. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. Uh, I'm Jason here as always with Dale. Um, how's it going, man? You seen any good movies lately? Oh, it's it's going all right. Uh, I haven't seen any of the new stuff yet. I've not seen any of Ultron. I'm not, I'm not even going to begin to deal with that at this point. Yeah. But, uh, I think the, uh, you know, I've watched quite a few things since uh, the last time we did this, but the thing I've been really wanting to talk about is uh, a film from 1987, I think, called Extreme Prejudice. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'd never seen it before, and it is unbelievably awesome. Uh, it's Nick Nolte. He's the main star. But... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> The freaking cast is excellent, man. It's rounded out with Powers Booth, uh, Michael yeah. Ironside, Maria Conchita Alonso, yeah. Forsyth, uh, oh shit. shit Clancy Brown. Else. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Uh, Rip Torn. The guy who, uh, yeah, Rip Torn. Um, the guy who played uh, Lieutenant Dan in Made with Children is in it. I've never seen him in anything else. <laughs> He's he's great in it. I mean, they're all great in it. It's a great cast. And, uh, yeah. You know, anybody who hasn't seen it, for any reason, really needs to check it out. I don't think it's expensive on Amazon. Uh, that was yeah, fun. I've seen that it. But it's, it's, been a, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I'm going to go check it out again. Yeah, it's well worth revisiting. It's, you know, it's... Uh, you know, a lot of those 80s action movies are fun, but I can't really... Uh, not all of them have a rewatchability factor, but this one definitely yeah. does. You know, yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, goofy, like, like Running Man rewatchability. It's like a good action movie. Yeah. And uh, Nick Nolte is just badass in it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm looking uh, at the cover of it, man. He doesn't look nearly as... Uh, Haggard, as I've seen him oh. in some later stuff. Dude, uh, yeah, I mean, in that, he's just, like, stone-faced, you know. And, you know, lately, he's found a few extra folds of skin. Uh-huh. Uh, you compare him to from Extreme Prejudice to, uh, say, Tropic Thunder, or even Angry oh, Hulk. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he was he was pretty, pretty fucked up in that, in that Hulk movie. Yeah, he was. That was like right around the time when he got that awful mugshot. Oh. Yeah, you know, he's retorn got a good one too. Yeah. He's uh, wearing that uh that like Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Looks like he's been on like a week long bender. 
Yeah, yeah, he's looking uh, pretty haggard. But uh, yeah, something else I watched just the other night uh, was uh, Matinee from what '94. Yeah, I've been wanting to and, check that uh, one out too. It's I mean, good. I've seen it, but I, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I don't think it's one of Dante's best by any means, uh, but it's just a, it's a good little movie. And that ant animatronic thing they have in it is awesome. And yeah. the guy is like half ant and talking and bitching with this little <laughs> mandibles flopping around and stuff. It's really, really funny. But uh, but of course, uh, John Goodman just. It's excellent, of it. he was in it more than I remember him being in that. Yeah, but he's uh, he's he's great in it. And then you have two other people that I guess are, you know, good friends of Dante. What's uh, what Dick Miller had a cameo in it. And, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Robert Picardo. I guess that's his name. Uh, I'm not sure. He's uh. He was a Gremlins too, as well. Okay. Uh, but he was also from one of the Star Treks. I can't remember which Star Trek it was. Um, but uh, man, man, I look. I think uh, Dick Miller had a birthday recently. Man, he's like he's old as fuck. I had no idea he was that old. Oh yeah, he man. Looks, he's getting way up there. He looks really uh, like frail. Born in twenty eight, so Oh wow. So yeah. See Roger Corman's getting up there too. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think he's doing conventions anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's uh it's a shame when that happens, but hey, you know, if, if they can't do it anymore, by all means stop. Uh, yeah, he went somewhere like maybe three or four years ago. Uh, Roger Corman and everybody that, that met him said, you know, his wife had to help him out quite a bit, or his handler, whoever it was. Um, you know, he was kind of, I mean, not not rude, but kind of short with everybody just because he, you know, was probably tired of being there. Well, I probably didn't think much to get him tired. No. Know. No, not at that age. No. Yeah, we uh, we missed Texas Frightmare this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah, there's another one, uh, Comic Palooza in Houston on the weekend of the 22nd. Okay. Uh, I've, I've, I've been wondering about going there. I mean, I've got a friend that lives there. Uh, and Comic Palooza? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's longer. It's like a five four or five day convention as opposed to three days. And uh, cool. I saw that last year they had 20,000 people over that entire time. So it's less people that that Pensacon clusterfuck we went to. And uh, it's cheaper yeah. too. You know, if you go on, I think it's uh, Monday, Thursday and Monday, it's $25 per day. Even on no, Saturday, it's like 35 You know, it's, yeah, it's, and and the guest list is really good. Uh, that uh, the reasons I would want to go was Akira Takarana, who we met last year. He's going to be there. Yeah. He just 
celebrated his uh, 81st birthday. And uh, Joel Hodgson, the creator of Mystery Science Theater, he's going to be out there. Awesome. Um, and some artists, some cool artists like Basil Gogos, who did uh, yeah. one of the uh, famous Monsters covers, he's going to be out there. But uh, it's weird because the very next weekend at Dallas, I'm not sure what the convention's called, there's going to be yet another good one with a really good guest list. Like, Gillian Anderson's going to be out there. Okay. Uh, and Yafet Cotto, I had no idea he was doing conventions. God, he's got to be old, too. He's getting up there. Man, but, everybody is. But, yeah, we just we just gotta have to deal with it, man. The people, <laughs> you know, even people from the you know the seventies movies yeah. are getting up there. You know, Roger Moore, that boy, he's he's over eighty, I think. So, uh, but the seventies yeah. is in you know, the mid seventies is forty years ago now. Mm-hmm. So, so if they were you know in their forties then, they're probably not alive anymore. Yeah, I mean that's a good uh-huh. chance of it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's just what I've been looking at. Um, something to do. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I know Joe Dante's new movie. They've I think it's got a trailer out for it. Uh, the let's see what the hell's the name of it. Uh, burying the X. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it has a release date yet, but uh, it'll probably go to VOD or straight to Blu-ray or something. I don't know. It's probably. kind of. A, I don't know. It's got that that uh, it's got a pretty good cast. It looks like it's got Anton uh, Yelchin, Ashley Green, and Alexandra Daddario. Okay. So. Three, you know, three pretty big stars there. So I don't know. Make it a theatrical release. Oh yeah, it says coming to theaters June nineteenth. No way that's getting a wide release. Oh no, I'd be curious what theaters around here would get it. Let's see. It says June nineteenth. Uh, doesn't doesn't specify. It. Uh, I don't know. It. It seems like it's not going to be something I'm going to enjoy. It's a. It's about a. This guy moves in with his girlfriend, and she dies and comes back as a zombie. Oh, another sounds, zombie movie. Sounds, sounds very, like, uh, I don't know, generic. It seems like there's lots of shit like that out right now. Yeah. But uh, it's got that Alexandra Daddario in it, so I'll definitely check it out. Mm. You know yeah, you know is, how right? it is if it still feels like a Dante, uh, Dante film. I'm trying to think of who that is. Well, she was. You saw True Detective. Yeah, most you, of you, it. You, you oh. remember the chick with the like gigantic titties that? Uh, yeah. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. She's yeah, very Woody memorable. Harrison. She like yeah. gives him a concussion because she's just riding him <laughs> so hard and then just <laughs> bounce around, smashing both sides of his head. Yeah. He's loving every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Oh, I guess she's going to be the zombie. Uh, I don't know. She's third build, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to be her or Ashley Green. Yeah. 
It should be her, and they just call it zombie titties. That's it. Everybody will know <laughs> shit. That, that, there's probably so many variations of that title that have already been used. Yeah. Um. But, uh, let's see what I've watched lately. I, I just finished, uh, well, I finished uh, Piranha 2 earlier today. Oh, man. The, the spawning. Dude, it's been a few years since I saw that last. Yeah. But, uh, man, what do you think of the relationship between the mother and son? Man, it, I mean, they weren't really on screen a whole lot together, but the very beginning, like, I thought they were, you know, romantically involved because yeah. like, she, she's asleep and he, like, goes in her in her bed and, like, puts a, like, cuttlefish or something on her face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very, yeah, it was very weird. Like Jesus Christ, you know? I yeah, I saw it. I was like, you know, it was fine at the beginning, but then later you realize they're mother and son. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That we watched earlier. Yeah. Uh, and then of course Lance Henderson shows up, just dour as hell the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't crack a smile the whole movie. No, not at all. You know, I was I was thinking about it. You know, I bet that's where he and James Cameron met was on the set of that movie. Okay, I'm just guessing because you know he uh, I think that was his first directing credit, or uh, you know he doesn't really want to take credit for it because I think it was kind of it was re-edited or whatever. Like he he wasn't involved in anything other than some yeah. of the shooting. I think even a lot of the film was it was not even actually directed by him. Really. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, he was set to, uh, play the Terminator. That's who, that's who he wanted to be the Terminator. Or that's who yeah. Cameron wanted. Yeah. And that, I can't say that would have been bad. That would have been an interesting, different take on that character. Yeah. It would have been. So I, you know, I, yeah, I, I could see Henderson. Hendrickson doing that, you know, yeah. it would remind me more of almost the uh, the T-1000, you know, that came later. Yeah. Just a sweet assassin. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. you don't, I mean, you're a fucking android. You don't need to be some roided up beefcake, you know? No, no, exactly. Uh, but, you know, definitely would, would change the, the way we look at it now. Yeah. And... You know, little things like that could have affected, you know, you know, what what if it uh, had been a good little sci-fi film but never yeah, made the impact yeah. it did, you know? Uh, yeah. We would have a Terminator series. With, maybe remaking it, sure as shit, you know? But, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I don't know. That's, it's interesting, you know, I'm glad Hendrickson was in it. Uh, yeah. How, however briefly, but... So some people were, I uh, saw on the internet where when uh, Genesis was announced, some people were talking about maybe he would come back. Did you never actually see him killed, I don't think, in Terminator? Uh, you just assume after the assault on the police station that he's gone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, I was like, well, why the hell would I? Well, no, never mind. Uh, Hendrickson... If they threw him enough money, he would have done it, I'm sure. I mean, he showed up at AVP. 
I'm sure that was that was probably one of his biggest paydays, man. Probably. You know, good for him, but yeah, sure. You know, fuck, uh, I don't blame him. No, I don't know. He's done a lot of shitty movies, but you know, unfortunately, but he's got to work, you know. What's well, a job? I, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. You know, he's, but he's, uh, you know, to me, he's done some fantastic stuff that, you know, he could do shit from here forever, you know, until his death, and I wouldn't care because the stuff he has done, like fucking Hard Target, which I think is one yeah. of the best roles he's ever had. He enjoyed the hell out of that. You could tell. Yeah, today's actually his birthday. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. 75 today. Damn, he's doing pretty good for 75 then. Yeah, he's still uh, doing conventions. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. man. See, he's somebody I would, I would actually be cool with seeing again because he's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, celebrities I've seen, just how kind he was, you know. D did you meet him uh, at that show? Yeah, the Frightmare, I guess it was his or first convention. Yeah. Two, 2010. Has it been that long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, man, I, I've always really liked him. And, you know, he's he's kind of a guy that's always in the background that, you know, most people probably wouldn't even know his name if he said it, but uh, I don't know. Like Pumpkinhead, uh, fucking uh, Man's Best Friend. Like th those are some of my favorite movies, you know. Yeah, yeah. People who don't know his name will sure, you know, surely recognize his face. He's a very yeah. mean-looking person. But, uh, Definitely, probably as as Bishop, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I got him to sign a man's best friend one sheet, and he was just tickled to death that you know that I brought that for him to sign. You know, I think that was his first one he'd ever signed or something like that. You know, he hadn't even seen the the one sheet in years. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've always been a been a big fan of the guy, and I actually when we went to that convention, he did a. Uh, Little Q and A panel, which was really yeah, really interesting. Yeah, he said oh, yeah. it was more of an improvised one, right? Because the other person canceled. Yeah, I think it was. I think he just kind of came in at the last minute or something. But did a great job, man. Like guy, guy is like a, you know, he's a walking legend just because of all the stuff he's been through. Like grew up, didn't even learn how to how to read until you know after he had already started acting. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he's a pretty impressive person, just as a person, you know. Yeah. You know, just very, very down to earth, and you know, just a super nice guy too. Yeah. Um, so happy birthday, Lance! Yeah, definitely. No, there's so many more. When, hopefully. Exactly. God damn, dude, he's got like fucking ten movies that. They're either in production or coming out this year. Let's see. Wow. Fifteen movies. <laughs> Damn. That that are in some stage of production. Mm. But uh, 
Yeah, when I when we went to that convention, I, I bought the complete series of Millennium. Oh yeah. I think it's just what two seasons, two or three seasons. And God damn it, I just can't get into that show, man. I need to try oh, it again, geez. but like I never watched it when it was on because I just didn't really enjoy it. But it's you know, at, Millennium came on at the time I was really kind of uh, I wasn't really even watching X Files much. Oh really? Because X Files was changing towards the end there, you yeah. know, towards the second half of it. So, uh, then it's also, I was becoming a, a bastard teenager. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, but I did see the first episode, and that was a creepy episode, you know, with the girls being, like, buried. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. Lips sewed and all that. Yeah, it was, it was creepy stuff. But, uh, I really didn't watch it. I, I need to check it out. Yeah, I, I would imagine it gets better, uh, you know, as it goes along. Because, I mean, he's basically, is he, is he, when he touches something, I think is what it is, is he's able to, I don't know if it's see the, see the future, or see the past, something like that. It gets like visions. Yeah. I can't remember but, exactly what it was with that, but yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. I, yeah, and I you know I watched a few episodes because I was like big into X Files for the majority of the run of the show. Like that's pretty much the only television I watched was you know Sunday nights when it and it started on Friday and then it switched to Sunday. Yeah, and I was always working Sunday night, so I always set my VCR to record. So I I had tons of those on on uh, you know recorded on uh, VHS. Oh, yeah, see, that's one of the reasons I kind of stopped watching it, because, you know, uh, Friday nights were awesome, you know, with X-Files, yeah. and of course we had the TGIF thing leading up to that, but yeah. uh, uh, once they started, like, throwing everything, like, scattering it everywhere, I just kind of stopped, I was like, well, just, Sunday night wasn't an item I was going to sit there and watch X-Files, even though it did sometimes, it just didn't feel yeah. the same for me, you know. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but, you know, I didn't watch, like, I watched it, you know, at probably 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday night oh, when yeah. I actually got home and was able to watch it, so, I don't know, I, I still love the show. I, I fully intend to go back and revisit it. Uh, Have you not seen was, it all? Uh, oh, you're talking about Millennium. No, uh, you, no, no I'm you've seen all the X-Files. No, you haven't, haven't seen all the X-Files? No. Oh man, when did you stop? Probably season four or five. I want to say five. Uh, started in '93, so you stopped right around when they put the movie out. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, see. Just, that's that's when Chris Carter wanted to end the show there, but they wouldn't let it. Probably threw too much money at him. He couldn't turn it down. Yeah. Because uh, his, I think his intention was for the movie to be the end. Oh, okay. See, I'm, see, I haven't even seen the second movie. I've seen the first one, but not the second one. I mean, the uh, first movie is where he wanted it to end. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, he, I don't know. 
there's still some good stuff in there. I mean, I you know definitely recommend checking it out. You can you can quit whenever uh, fucking uh, Doggett shows up. Um, yeah, Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert Patrick. You, yeah, you can man. quit whenever he shows up. Uh, you know, I still kept tabs on the show, but you know, what was it? Uh, Anderson left, and then Duchovny left, and then he showed up. I was like, what the fuck are they doing with the show, you know? Because Mulder and Scully were the X-Files. Uh, to yeah. me, they were. Um, she was, Scully was on it for most of the time. Okay. Um, I'm trying to look how many episodes, because they, I think what they were trying to do was just basically phase both of them out and bring these new folks in and let it be a new show, and it just didn't... Didn't, didn't work. work you know? Oh, yeah. She was she was in the show. I mean, you know, off and on for the majority of the time. I said quit in two thousand. Okay. Yeah, all the way through the last season. But it was basically following uh, Doggett and whoever the hell the other female lead was. I don't remember. What but nine they, seasons? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. 93 through 2002. It just, you know, the the new characters didn't have chemistry together. Oh, no. no uh, by that time, I think it was just too established, you know, with Mulder and Scully. Yeah. If they had left early in the show, yeah, maybe. Maybe it would have uh, started off, you know, with a different cast, but... I don't know that that to, that to me is almost like uh, a good example of that jumping the shark shit that they would all use. Uh, yeah. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I definitely recommend going back, man, because you would you would get some you know some enjoyment out of those episodes. Well, I I fully intend to. Uh, I haven't watched the show since you know I saw some of the syndicated episodes in the late nineties and early two thousands. Mm-hmm. When, uh, I guess it was ABC or whatever was showing it late at night. Um, and they so. were really concentrating on the earlier seasons, which is what I always yeah. like. Uh, it's actually on Netflix in HD now. They've just remastered it in HD. Okay. So I wonder how that looks with, uh, you know, because most of those seasons were just in the the, the square format. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it's, uh, like, uh, with the widescreen presentation. See, that's what I'm wondering. I know, I think the last two seasons had that anyway, because it was all changing, man, but, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I should know, since I have, like, the old Star Trek and Twilight Zone like that. I don't think they they were able to do that. With those, all of those were fantastic on Blu-ray, especially yeah. Twilight Zone. But uh, I don't know. I'm wanting to go back and rewatch them since you know I'm bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's it's widescreen now. Okay. I, I just put put an episode on here because uh, we we started like a year or so ago going back because my wife had never. Never watched the show before, and I, you know, talk about it constantly. Oh man, that was great television, particularly when it first started back in '93. 
Yeah. But, uh, you know, I distinctly remember watching that first episode. It was an event for, oh, for us. The the whole thing was, like, it was so great. Like, I was almost, like, floored by it because it was so good. I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. a drama and it's sci-fi horror. I mean, you get everything. Like, my parents watched it with me, you know. Like, like they got into the first season and they, you know, they uh, pretty much gave up on it. Well, the show had really good characters, too. Something I still yeah. remember, even though I haven't seen the episodes in, in years, well over, God, it's, I haven't seen a lot of them in 20 years. That's hard for me to believe. But, uh, yeah, like the fluke man, or oh, tombs. The tombs, the tombs was that's, awesome, man. That's probably my favorite two episodes there, with, uh, with tombs in it. And yeah, flute, great stuff. Yeah, flute, flute was amazing. Like that was always my favorite. It was never the like monster of the week was was my shit. You know that's that's what I like. Same here. Same that uh, alien. So you know aliens and UFOs were great, but when it started yeah. becoming too much of a soap opera, that's when I started kind of falling off the show. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, those those one shots, I. That episode, I cannot remember the name of it. I never remember it. But it had those uh, glowing bugs in, like, the Northwestern yeah. uh, woods. Cocooning yeah. people and killing them. I, I love that episode. Uh, that was one of my favorites. Yep, another one you're talking about. The ones that, that were, like, really small, the bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just realized that I like stories with isolation and horror. You know, like the yeah. thing, you know, and uh, that, that's exactly what that was. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got great memories of X-Files. I mean, that first episode, we you know, we got big-ass, I think we may have got three liters of Cokes. Uh-huh. And, uh, the freaking uh, Bigfoot pizza that Pizza yeah, Hut had at yeah. the time. And, uh... What was it? It was August of 93, I think. 93 was a good year. It was. We had Jurassic Park that summer. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, yeah, uh, Darkness Falls was the name of that episode you were talking about. There we go. I knew it had the same name as a movie. I just couldn't think of the name. Yeah, I'd, that may be why I can't recall it's that episode name, because I remember that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, do yourself a favor and go back and watch those. Like at least the ones you haven't seen, because I mean, it, I don't know. It's it's not great. I wouldn't say. You know, definitely. It, you know, the best years of the show was probably season one through five. But you know, there there were some good episodes in there. I'll do that. Uh, now that you've got, you know, you've got internet right now. Yeah, yeah, I have it most of the summer, so uh, God knows I could probably binge watch all of that. Yeah, in a few weeks. Um, but um, let's see, what else have I been watching? Oh, you can go ahead. No, it's uh, uh, what I wanted to bring up was something that has nothing to do with watching movies, but uh, something you and I can maybe do for a future podcast. Uh, kind of. I went to the uh, 
the old Sanger Theater in Hattiesburg. Now, the one I was telling uh-huh. you about. And uh, they were actually open when I went, so I went in there and talked with who turned out to be the manager of the theater. Not the owner, uh-huh. but the manager of it. And uh, they were getting ready for an actual like stage play of Jesus Christ Superstar. So I couldn't <laughs> walk around everywhere, but he was glad to show me as much as he could. And uh, I talked with him for well over half an hour. You know, he showed me, you know, because the, the theater was built in 1929, and they restored it back as much as it could to the way it looked then. And, uh, That's awesome. It's it's a gorgeous theater, man. It was, uh, you know, anybody interested can look at the Sanger Brothers, which is S-A-E-N-G-E-R, and uh-huh. uh, they built... Uh, now, this theater has several sister sites. There was in uh, Pensacola, Mobile, Biloxi, and New Orleans, and then Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg, I guess, was uh, you know the one that was the furthest inland. But uh, yeah. a wonderful history with it, man. It was open Thanksgiving Day, nineteen twenty-nine, and uh, it, we need uh, to go out there, man. That sounds really cool. Well, the, the cool thing is, I asked him about that. He said, you know, they're open every day, uh, except for, I think, I think, Sundays. So, But he gave me his business card. I could just call him and let him know, because I told him I had several people I know who would want to do it. And I mentioned our podcast yeah. to him. And, yeah. uh, now, he said if we take pictures, I, he needs to clear it with somebody okay. first, but he didn't see that being an issue. Uh, we just need to, you know, do the formalities, but uh, so we can put the pictures online. Uh, personal pictures, no problem. He don't care, but yeah. we're gonna put them out for public consumption. We need to sure, sure to do that. But you know, like, like I said, you know, he was a hell of a nice guy. He gave his card, so you know we can. Uh, I think that'd be a good episode. Absolutely, because uh, uh, the New Orleans one is still working. They actually just reopened that in 2013. Um, it's just, I think that one's probably a lot busier than the one in Hattiesburg. Yeah. Uh, it was actually built two years before. You know, you sent me pictures of it. Was that was that from the New Orleans? I remember. Uh, I sent you pictures it was like a of month both. Ago. Okay. It was uh, some butthole and... Uh, you know, I was looking up Sanger Hattiesburg, and some asshole had put up uh, the New Orleans stuff up there as well. Okay. So it made it look massive. The New Orleans one is prettier because it's bigger. Which I mean, it makes right. sense. Hattiesburg was never the city New Orleans was, but uh, uh, the Hattiesburg one is still a gorgeous uh, theater. I mean, it's still had the original uh, organ that was put in there in 1929. And he showed that to me, and that was impressive. Um, he just said it's tough to find anybody who can play them now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, and the cool thing is, they actually still show film. Like, uh, he said every Halloween, uh, I guess the weekend before Halloween, they show Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, wow. And uh, they also show around Halloween Hocus Pocus which is becoming more popular. I've noticed that's becoming a cult hit. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, that was oh, also, man. that was 94, I think. Yeah. 
Okay. That shit's on like constant rotation around my house around uh around Halloween. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. My mom loves it. So I'm oh. gonna keep an eye on it and hopefully, you know, we can go see it there. I don't mind sitting through it again. It's not bad. Uh, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's the only movie where I've seen Sarah Jessica Parker look attractive. I know, man. I always uh, thought she was attractive in that movie. Uh, I, you know, I saw that, and of course, I was a little kid. And I maybe one of the first boners I popped, but uh, <laughs> you know, and then I see her and you know anything else. I mean anything else. It's like, what the fuck? You know, she reminds me now of when the Beetlejuice, when they'd start pulling their faces around and shit, when they're going to that, you know, when they're dead. That's what she reminds me of. Because, uh, you know, I even... Because she's in uh, Flight of the Navigator as well. Oh, really? Uh, she's not in much, but she is in there. And even there, she's not, she's not bad then, but... Like, what the hell did they do to her in Hocus Pocus? So I, I guess it's because she's right there with Matt Midler and yeah. whoever the other lady is, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could you could put pretty much anything in between those two and it would look all right. Hey, yeah, that, that, that's got to be it, man. You weren't, uh, a, you weren't a fan of her on the Square Pegs? On what? Square pegs. Oh, square pegs! Oh God, no! I, I never saw it. I do like you can get the complete series for like five dollars anywhere you find it. Yeah, I've, uh, I've actually never seen it. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, you let me know whatever's good for you. We can always come down there. We can uh, we can go check out that theater. Because that would be a, yeah, good, absolutely. Uh, a good thing to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, sounds great. Um, yeah, we uh, we actually just, just got back from New Orleans uh, Sunday. Oh, okay. We, uh, we went down. I actually forgot I was even going. But uh, we just went down for a night and uh, saw this Disney Frozen on Ice. Oh, Oh, okay. there in New Orleans. So, How was that? Oh, it was great. It was a great production. You know, I mean, not really anything I was into, but uh, the kids loved it. That's awesome. Good. It was a it was a class class act production, man. Like, just you know, they they make that shit look easy, you know. Oh yeah, man. They but uh, they're probably like robots now. They're doing it so much. Yeah. Think. It was great, great show. Huh. I managed to fall asleep at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> about the same part that I fall asleep during the movie every time we watch it. Oh, okay. I, I've never seen the end of the film, or you know, I didn't see the end of the ice deal either. Oh, but uh, yeah, it was it was a fun little trip. We were going to stay longer, but like. Jazz Fest, whatever the fuck that is, some sort of music festival was there, and we couldn't we couldn't get a room. Everything was booked up, so oh, ended yeah, up staying man, at the had to stay at the damn casino. Oh, that's my thing about New Orleans, man. It's like 
entire first half of the year, you avoid the hell out of it. Unless you enjoy it like Mardi Gras and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I I keep wanting to go down there since I've, I live fairly close to it now. But yeah, uh, for one, I'm not going alone. Uh, yeah. And uh, even though I keep hearing there are places besides the French Quarter that are actually really nice. Yeah. But um, also, I still wonder how, you know, how the, uh, you know, the storm, you know, Katrina affected the demographic and everything, you know. Uh, I think it's, crime. It's, it's, it's better. I think it's better. I mean, it's it's the cleanest I've ever seen it right now. Like, when, when I used to go with my parents when I was a kid, like, that place was a fucking dump, man. Like, I felt like I was going to get raped by a bomb, like, every step I took out there. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know you couldn't you couldn't set foot out of your you know hotel without somebody asking you for money, but you know the whole city used to smell like piss, and it was just you know nasty hookers and, and drug you know drug addicts everywhere. But uh, no, oh, man, it's, man it's, no. It's, it's it's nice as hell now. I mean, you know there wasn't any time I didn't feel safe. Well, yeah, I went uh, just. I think a couple of months after Katrina, and uh, hell, it may not have even been that long. It may have been like six weeks or so. I can't remember. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was, it was fascinating uh, driving through there because you could see where the watermark was. Uh, it was a freaking really? Burger King where you could see where the water had been up in there. They would never get to reopen that Burger King because uh, <laughs> it's probably just full of, like, literally turds all in there. But, uh, yeah, the Six Flags was destroyed. The whole outdoor shopping mall just abandoned. Uh, wow. We went through there. We ate at uh, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. And, uh, that was not my choice. But uh, they wouldn't even uh, accept cards. They couldn't. Oh, wow. So you had to have cash. It was still, it was pretty interesting. It was an interesting experience. Now, the French yeah. Quarter uh, escaped, you know, uh, pretty much any damage during the storm. So we could yeah. walk around there, but there wasn't a whole lot to do. You know, at that point. everybody was like still going. They hadn't started like rebuilding it or anything yet. Yeah, yeah, they hadn't. You know, uh, but uh, and you know, I hear a lot of people say they hate New Orleans. But uh, I actually love going there, and I really do want to visit more of it. Uh, oh, dude, I'd love to live there. I mean, you know, not all the time, but you know, I have a house there. You know, in a you know fictional world where I had the money to do that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it'd be a great place to have a you know a little place right on the French Quarter, and just yep. you know, you step outside onto the street. I don't know. It's a fun place. Exactly, man. You know, there's actually, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain's newest show is on uh, Netflix now, The Layover. Oh, really? And there's an episode in New Orleans. That's neat. I love watching this stuff. Uh, but uh, it's just neat seeing the, the food places there, man. Like, great food. And, uh, you know, I never went there really as a kid because of the you know, the, the crime. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you're totally right about the bombs, though, man. Like, 
you know, uh, I, I did one of the best memories I have of New Orleans, just walking down the street past a parking garage, and there was a box. Yeah. It was a liquor box, you know, so it had those little partitions in it, almost like a yeah. cubbyhole kind of thing, you know. And uh, a bomb of shit in it. And, uh, I was like, what is that? You know, you just see the turd just hanging over it. Like, he was trying to climb out. There were flies all over it, man. It was just left. I was like, did he just pop a squat right here? Because yeah, everybody can so. see this there. Like, Jesus Christ. Or, or did he see it in an alley and bring it out here to show the world? I'm just so charging. Spot, I throw a quarter in there, yeah. They're charging entry fees. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man. I, I got so many memories of, like, just crazy-ass, like, crackheads, like, just, I mean, going going apeshit crazy there, like, and I don't know. I mean, not necessarily bad memories, like, I mean, I, I think that's what makes it so memorable is there's a bunch of crazy people there. Uh, exactly. Like, like, it's not boring. Yeah, totally. But, you know, people always, you know, like the little, uh, you know, they all have kids playing drums or, uh, you know, there's always somebody out there doing, you know, doing something to make a dollar, so, you know, tap dancing or, you know, character, caricature draw, uh, you know, artists. And, yeah, a lot uh, of you know, There used to be a lot of magicians out there. I didn't see any this time, but uh, I, I had great memories of that stuff. And this is my kids' first time to go, so they uh, they got to see a little bit of that stuff. Like, just people running around acting crazy. And uh, there was this, like, just fat old lady, like, playing uh, playing a little keyboard and singing. Oh, fuck and, yeah, uh, man. That sounds awesome. So that's, you know, they got to see that. Um, that's cool. But, I mean, good memories. They'll never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got a, I mean, they got a taste of it. Weren't really there long enough, but it's an expensive city, man. You can't. <laughs> it's not a place you can go very often either. No, and parking can be a pain in the ass, too. Yeah, that's a big. Paid we paid ninety dollars in parking our our first day there. Jesus, it was this goddamn casino. Like we went, you know, we we couldn't check in till four o'clock, which is a motherfucker. But anyway, we get there at like three thirty, and we wait around. We finally check in, park the car for like an hour. You know, everybody goes up and takes a nap, and then we, you know, we go get our car out. We're going, you know, go get some dinner. And uh, fucking $50, man. I was like, I mean, we can't just, you know, put it on the room and we get to come back in here. Like, normally that's how, you know, hotels do parking is, you know, you just go and go and come as you please and you pay for the day. But at this this deal, you had to, like, if you gambled for 30 minutes, you could get free parking. But, uh, you know, otherwise it's it's $50. <clears throat> Wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty fucking steep, man. Oh man, they they nickel and dime the fuck out of us for the you know fifty and twenty to you know because uh, like I almost got in a fist fight with a fucking bellhop. We did <laughs> the same one from uh, from that convention, the one who kept uh, pissing you off. 
Oh man, I don't even remember yeah. that. Oh, what was the deal with the, that? Uh, we're trying to get the uh, the car or something so we can get our luggage to the hotel room, and he would not give it to you. He had to be there, you know. So you tip him. <laughs> he had to. Be that's, there, and you like, that's the exact same thing that happened here. <laughs> oh God! So, was he stuttering like the other dude? No, this dude was about ninety years old, and. If this had been a few years ago, I would have knocked him the fuck out. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was a good time. There. So I was I was pissed off in the moment I got there, and it only got worse. So those yeah. of you listening, the, all three of you, uh, avoid uh, Harris Casino in New Orleans at all costs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I personally, I would never go to New Orleans for a casino myself. No, you know, I'm no. just saying, just to, to gamble. There's other places. Go down the go down the road. You know, go to a freaking Biloxi or something. It's a much more laid yeah. back. Uh, oh, the Revage. We were that. Yeah, Weird Al's gonna be at the Bow Revage in a few days. Really? Oh, that'd be awesome. May twentieth or something like that. Oh, last Wednesday night. It must be that. I, I don't know. It's sometime this month, though. What does he do? I mean, what is, what is his show like? I have no idea, dude. He probably goes back and just puts that fat suit on and just sings everything. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. He just sings fat the whole time. Yeah, the, that's it. Over and over for like an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I've never Michael been. off just screaming the N-word. <laughs> they they just redo scenes from uh, UHF. UHF, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't know. I've got a friend who's going, but uh, I'm I'm curious. It's got to be music, right? That's pretty much all he's known for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I'm just curious what it's going to be. Is it going to be kind of a? I guess it's going to be kind of a best of thing, you know? Yeah. What you get is I'm fat and beat it, and that's it. <laughs> I uh, I was never a very big fan of his. Uh, I don't know why I said it like it's Pat, but uh, <laughs> uh. yeah, yeah, your favorite scene in that movie too. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've never really seen the appeal. I mean, like I thought Fat was cool. You know, UHF was good. You know, even UHF, man, it's it's the comedy is not there for me anymore, but. Once upon a time, I liked it a lot. It's, uh, I don't know. But I listened to a podcast with him on it recently, and he's a real uh, down-to-earth guy. I've heard nothing but good stuff about the guy. Yeah. Damn, he's he looks no different today than uh, he did in the 80s. I know it. Uh, yeah, my thing about Weird Al, you know, I grew up with him, of course, on uh, VHS and MTV. Not VHS, VH1. And uh, yeah. MTV and, uh, you know, the, uh, the music videos. Yeah. And I always enjoyed them. I enjoyed his earlier stuff. You know, I even, I think the last thing I enjoyed was his uh, Jurassic Park thing. But that's because of that weird-ass uh, uh, music video yeah. that he did. I, I don't uh, think I remember it. Yeah, yeah I, I remember seeing it several times. I mean, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, uh, lots of stop motion dinosaurs. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, he's he's been around, man. I mean, he hasn't gone away at all, but. Like, oh. I remember the fat, like fat, and uh, a few other videos he had with that album, which is probably you know his biggest album, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, and then like he came out with the you remember Dangerous Minds, the movie with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. He, yeah, he came out with one where he did his hair like Coolio, and yeah. he was like in a barn or some shit. I don't, I don't remember what it was. But, he was uh, Amish. He was Amish Paradise. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know why that, I remember that, then, but I do. Do what? I said, I don't know. I, I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. I don't know why yeah. I remembered it. I just remembered his hair looking so stupid. Like, he'd, it was all crazy, like Julio's hair was for that uh, yeah. Gangster's Paradise video. Yeah. But, uh,. But I mean that was it, you know. That's that's all I remember of Weird Al. I mean I see it every once in a while on the internet. You know he's doing something here or there, but like I couldn't tell you an album that guy's had in the last twenty years. Well, uh, the last thing I saw that he did while it was topical was uh, one for, uh, I guess it was a Phantom Menace. Oh God, uh, he, he did one of that, but that's that was the last thing I remember. Uh. Uh, speaking of which, since May the uh, the fourth or whatever, I just okay, you know, yeah, yeah, happened yesterday, and everybody's freaking out about it. I yeah. just start looking up so much stuff about Star uh, about George Lucas. Like I watched the, yeah. the people versus George Lucas for the first time today. Yeah, that's a good uh, movie. It's uh, it's interesting, but it doesn't. I don't know. I guess. If they were just trying to set out how people are regarding Lucas and how Lucas is, then they, they succeeded with that. But if they were trying to, like, paint Lucas in a sympathetic light, they failed. Or even the fans. Because some of the fans came across as massive douchebags. Well, they are. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I know. I, you know, I don't have an issue with the first three films. Uh, well, at least the first two. Uh but it's more everything. We've been over this. It's just a culture. <laughs> I'm sure we have. Um, but I I found it absolutely hilarious that George Lucas was one of the main people to speak out against Ted Turner colorizing black and white films. Because you remember, he, he wanted to do that in the late 80s. Yeah. And I remember he did that with uh, King Kong. And it looked like complete shit, dude. The scene... Even as a little kid, the scene of uh, Kong shaking the log and the man falling off, the men uh-huh. were just like Lucky Charms, just yeah. like them. They were just blobs of color screaming and falling to the deaths, which is funny, but, you know, that's not King Kong. It, the, the process was terrible. But, uh, yeah, he was one one of the main ones who was against that. And then I think it was the next year that Star Wars was inducted into the... Uh, you know, the uh, film registry is one of the first uh-huh. ones. And uh, and then he goes and changes Star Wars. He alters it. Far worse than color does, uh, at least most black and white films. Uh, I just thought that was really interesting. You know, oh, it is. That, that, it is. That, that he did that, you know. So, well, no, not that he changed it, but... But well, why not release the originals, you know? And these people even talk about that. They're like, even when Spielberg did that stupid shit, putting the uh, 
walkie-talkies and place of the guns, yeah. you could still get the original film. The original film was still right. in that set. You know, so he wasn't... That was stupid, but he wasn't an asshole about it. He was doing a stupid thing. Lucas was I an think asshole. I think he's backpedaled on that, too. Since. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because I, I, I was trying to pay attention the last time we watched E.T., but... Um, I, when they, when the scene was on, I was fucking not paying attention or something, but uh, I didn't notice if it was or not. I hope it's not. I just... Even with the Star Wars things, they show comparisons of the, the 97 Special Edition where they reinserted the scene of uh, Jabba and Han talking in New Hope. Yeah. And uh, it was like... That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. But, uh, <laughs> it looked bad he, then. It, just imagine how bad it looks now. Well, the thing is, he went back and redid it yet again in 2002. Yeah. And he, uh, Jabba looks better. I mean, he looks a hell of a lot better in 2002. Because in 97, he looks like melted wax. He looks like a waxy booger monster. Uh, but it doesn't matter what they do with that, man. Because... The fact that you see Han, them moving, they're digitally moving, because Han's just walking behind him, but he's never walking over his tail in the real film. Right. So that blur of him being forced to move around like that still looks like shit. <laughs> uh, and it was completely I unnecessary. I haven't, I haven't re- revisited the film since you know they were re-released on, in uh, theaters you know, in the late 90s. I don't think I've seen any of them because, you know, then came Phantom Menace and Phantom Menace, like, killed all those movies for me. Yeah. Um, you know, it, and I actually know how the fans feel about Phantom Menace. I was 99 because that 98 Godzilla did the same thing to me. Yeah. Just that yeah. total disappointment, you know, uh, so uh, it's been different. I mean, I sound like a complete nerd when I say it, but that was literally the end of any of my childhood regarding film. Yeah, you know, yeah. and all that. It really was. I can remember exactly where it ended. So, um, you know, it's not like the world anybody means, but film doesn't do it for me anymore like that. You know, even though right. I can see fantastic movies. You know, movies are just great, and I enjoy the shit out of them. Uh, it just, it never has recaptured that. Well, it, it might be different, honestly, if I had kids and taking them and just seeing them happy to see all this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not, I don't know. So I understand that, their anger regarding that. But, yeah, that, I mean, that's what I've heard people say. You know, their, their kids watch the uh, prequels, you know, and they're and they're fine with it, but I don't know. I just don't don't see those films having the staying power that the original trilogy did. Uh, I almost bought some VHS today of of the original because I want to I want to watch those original versions. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find the right. Everything I found was a special a special editions. Yeah, that's what sucks. But uh, he, you know, fist fucked. So. Uh, but, well, you know, the best thing about that VHS movie you were talking Do what? Where were you finding these VHS tapes? 
That was on eBay. Oh, well, they were okay. cheap. Oh, oh, you're talking yeah, about the ones I bought recently? Yeah, I've just, uh, because, uh... Various places. I, I found that, uh, Rawhead Rex on, on eBay, but a lot of stuff I've been buying through people on Facebook. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, you know, with, with VHS, the biggest expense is shipping. Oh, definitely. Those fucking things are heavy. Yeah. But, uh... Um, I didn't mean it. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was just curious. No, no, no. I was uh, I was going to get into that. Now I've made the mistake of starting to collect VHS. Um, I don't know. I've, I've kind of frowned upon it in the past just because I didn't really see the... Uh, I don't know. I didn't see the appeal. But, you know, now that I've gone back and, you know, a lot of stuff's not out yet on anything other than VHS... Yeah. And I don't know, it's just like a big nostalgia thing. Like I showed you that uh, baby. I got that yeah. uh, clamshell of baby. And, uh, man, that, it just brings back memories. You know, that was either the first or the second movie I ever rented, so that's, that's why I wanted to have it. Oh, yeah, man. And, yeah, that's, I, I know I had that one, too, somewhere. I picked it up, uh, I believe, when that whole video was going under Oh, okay. Which, uh, I'll be honest with you, now, today, if, you know, if I'd known, or, I don't know, now I would have gone ape shit buying this stuff. You know, just buying anything like that that reminded me of when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I still have a big plastic tub full of VHS tapes. I've got that freaking Octoman. <laughs> you know, where he's, like, sucking on her her belly button or some shit. You know, it's a cool image. It really is. Uh, it's something I always saw as a kid. I picked that up. But that's one of those big uh, cases that was too big, you know, where the tape was in this big uh, plastic tray. Yeah. You know, where it's, like, it's oversized. Yeah, I've got that. Uh, I've got a movie Parasite like that, too. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Hey, it looks like some '80s trash. Uh, oh, I bet it's awesome. Uh, yeah, see, that would be cool to do. You know, I I went down to uh, the coast. Uh, I guess last weekend, and they uh, there was some uh, off the wall antique flea market thing, and they had VHS or VCRs for five dollars each. Yeah. Um, I'm just worried about picking those up, man, because I don't know if they're going to work or anything. I mean, they had an old NES. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know how if it would work or, you know, if I buy it, it'll, like, tear up the shit out of one of my tapes. I managed to keep this long because it's yeah. not working, you know. Yeah. I just, my thing about VCRs is the rewinding thing. The playing is not a problem. It's that rewinding thing. I'm hoping that with the newer ones they keep making with the DVD player and the combo, that the yeah. rewinding feature is slower and a little more gentle. Because some of those VCRs, like you'd watch the whole movie and uh, you start rewinding it. And at first, it's okay because all that weight is on the uh, the right. But as, as the weight's moving to the left, it starts getting faster and faster and faster until you. I hear, bam, you know, it's finished rewinding. 
Yeah. It's, it, it like almost rips it out. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if, if that were to happen, it would seem like that would be an easy fix. Uh, just try to attach the film back to that that uh, plastic uh, roller. Oh, yeah. I, I had plenty of rentals where the tape would get stuck in there. And uh, I'd have to pull it out and, you know, scotch tape the film back together. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I just worry about that. I'm, I'm hopefully going tomorrow to my father's storage unit. Uh, he, he said he's up for it, uh, getting all our home videos out tomorrow. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. Before it gets too hot. Yeah. Because uh, it's been pleasant the last few days. Uh, if I can do that and, you know, see how they're doing, hopefully they're still doing fine. I know they're sealed. But, uh, they should be fine, man. Those that. fucking things can take a beating. I've noticed that. Uh, you know, I think the oldest one I have is from 1983 or 4, is Gandhi on VHS. Oh, yeah. I played it, you know, I played it one of the last things I ever played on VCR a few years back, and it played fine. Wow. <laughs> you know. Um, at that point, it was over, it was probably about 25 years old at that point. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that the cassette tapes are susceptible to a rod like CDs or DVDs are. I don't think they are. I mean, I, I'm sure after a certain period of time, it probably starts to, uh, I guess, decompose. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, see, I don't know either. It's one of those things you couldn't have known then. You just have to wait yeah. and see what time does to it, you know. Uh, but uh, at Antique Mall near where I live, uh, somebody, that was really cool. I went there, they had a laser disc. Um, I really would love to get some of those because I need to get my laser disc player out of the uh, storage unit too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know you had one. I, I got the one. It, it's kind of cool because I actually had the player that, uh, you know, as a kid, we always would go to Parkway. They watch yeah. movies and they have the two screens over the concession stand playing trailers. That oh, I had yeah. a player that was playing those. It was a fucking laser disc player? Yes. God damn. Uh, they were just <laughs> while when I worked there, it was I mean, it looked like it was in great shape, you know. Uh, and the boss just gave it to me because they got a DVD player in. That's awesome, right? Uh, yeah, I wanted to pick it up. First off, I wanted a laser disc player. And yeah. second off, it was cool because I was like, well, wow, this is what played. Now, this has been here since the place opened, most likely, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to Do you to remember? Uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to see. Uh, do you remember what, what model or what, uh, what, what brand it is or anything? I do not, right off the top of my head, man. Uh, if if I'm able to go tomorrow, I can I can tell you tomorrow night. I'm just curious, because there's not not a whole lot of uh, you know models out there. No, no, I just I just I really don't remember. 
a part of me wants to say like a Toshiba brand. Okay. But uh, I don't know that that's the case at all. That may be me just pulling it out of my ass. So uh, I have to, I have to figure that out. But maybe it's a Pioneer. I don't know. Pioneer was, real, was real popular. It, it might have been that. I'm not sure though. But it's not a huge player. It's actually kind of small for the size that a laser disc is. You know. Compared to yeah. the way a CD or a DVD is to a DVD player, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's one thing though they had that I had not seen in ages. I had not even thought about them. Is uh, I guess it was because uh, the one I dated on there was 1981, and it was actually a video. Uh, God, it was like a plastic slab, like a cartridge thing, really thin. And inside it had, you know, it had a disc kind of thing of just film. You know, it's like a, like a, uh, you know, you open up a floppy disc and it has that yeah. plastic uh, thing in there. That's what it was. But it was a big ass, uh, I want to say about uh, it was six inch uh, wide uh, video disc. You just, Pop it to the player and play it. Not a not a CD. No, they called it. I think they called it a video disc. It looked to me like an intermediary between, uh, you know, right when they were really starting the, the home format, say right before VHS and and, and even Beta, I'd imagine. It, yeah. I guess it was the first real format war. You know, trying to figure out who would win. Uh, I remember there was a uh, Japan had this weird thing that was out for a little while called Video Disc, I think. See, that, that might be what it is. Uh, they had, uh, but it seemed really clunky because they had. I mean, these things were big, man, and uh, they had a uh, fiddler on the roof, but they only had one part, like part two of it. I was like, Jesus, you need two of these just to watch one movie. Uh, you know, I remember seeing, they had Tor, Tor, Tor. They had both discs for that. And the Shoot Us, that John Wayne movie, I think it's Last Western. Uh-huh. Uh, those are the only ones I remember. But I, I, the Shoot Us one was released in 1981. Um, let's see. It, I don't remember those as a kid. Really, I think I saw some of those as a kid, but I never watched them, you know. So it must have been something that was out for just like a very small period of time, and then they just gave up on it. I can see why. It's really awkward. Um, but I just thought that was neat. You know, they had those there. I didn't price them. But, uh, yeah, that's got to be something. That's got to be something. uh Valuable. Uh, maybe. I mean, it, it might be for, you know, collectors and stuff like that, of retro uh, stuff. But uh, I'll have to look into that because, I mean, I, I totally understand why they they uh, gave up on it. Although it looked more uh, protected than a laser disc. But. I don't know. I've just been able to see a lot of neat stuff lately for some reason. I guess because I'm actually getting out, you know, off my ass. 
<laughs> I was uh, I was trying to look that up real quick, but yeah, I, I've read about some stuff like that before. So it's like a cartridge, and you put the cartridge in there, and it's got that in there already. Yeah, it's really thin, man. It's like you know, I shit, I maybe a quarter of an inch, to maybe yeah. half an inch thick. And uh, I tried to. I looked like a monkey messing with it. I was like, how do you open this? I was sitting there fucking with it. <laughs> and then I realized that I couldn't, you know. It looked like it had a little clasp on there. But I guess that's something that, you know, when you pop it into the player, it takes care of it. I don't know. But uh, I was Yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm saying it's called a CVR. Does that sound familiar? I didn't see that on there. Okay, because I'm seeing the clasp you're talking about. I'm not sure. The white. Anyway. Yeah, the white this one's white. Okay, I, that, that's most likely it. Almost I, looks I like a giant floppy disk. Exactly. It's like a hard plastic, you know. It feels like something from the late 70s, early 80s. It, it reminded me when I was messing with it almost of the texture of an 8-track. Uh which, uh, damn, I hope that thing's doing all right, because I actually have an 8-track player now. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I ever told you, but uh, when, uh, you know, my grandfather died, and we had to, you know, take care of all the stuff that was in my grandparents' house. Uh-huh. Uh, growing up, I loved this thing. And it's this huge, I want to say about... Uh, Six foot wide uh, player with speakers on the side, and uh, yeah. it plays uh, records and eight tracks. And uh, I always loved it as a kid, but nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted that thing, you know, when they were, you know, dispersing all the stuff from the house. Yeah. And uh, I told them, well, fuck, I'll take it. So I had, I just don't know where to put it right now. That's why it's in storage, but. Uh, I keep forgetting I have that damn thing. I need to get a fucking house so I can put that in there. Um, I have to take a picture of it um, when I go see it again. It's just pretty impressive. It's in good shape. At least it was. Yeah. yeah I want to see it. That sounds cool. Yeah, it looked uh, like something that was uh, definitely 70s. It's just, it was funny to me looking through there. And they just had tons of gym neighbors. <laughs> I was like, if they yeah. knew, they, if they knew what he was, they would not have these. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But uh, let's see. Real quick, I wanted to play a quick game here. Uh, Stump Dale. Oh, goody. Stump Dale. You're at Stumpdale. I love this game. We played this play it. Um But now, basically, I'm going to ask you uh, some questions about one of your favorite movies and see how much you can remember, how much you know about it. Okay. And uh, I picked Jurassic Park for this week. Uh, oh, where would you put that, like, in your, your list of favorite movies? Would it be up there? Yeah. Yeah, easily. Okay. 
kind of figured it would. So you, you probably know your way around this film pretty well. Um, let's see. I, guess we'll I was going to start. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, but I was going to see if you knew. Uh, what would you guess was the budget on that film? I think it was around forty-five million. Okay. Uh, that's what they said. It says sixty-three here. Sixty-three, really? But you're close uh, enough. Yeah. I just—I I specifically remember reading that uh, beforehand. They kept talking about a forty-five million dollar budget. But, uh, well, that may have not had everything added into it. Yeah, it, it probably didn't because this was. This was early on. I think this might have been in the Natural Geographic magazine where I first started reading about the movie. Oh, yeah. So what What would your, let's start with domestic gross. What would you think the, the lifetime domestic gross is? Oh, dude, at this point, I, I don't know, honestly. You know, I know it hit uh, a billion quite a number of years ago. Uh because they actually had a chart at home video when it was still out here. And that was yeah. like, bam, over, over a billion. So what would point, you worldwide... Just... Well, okay, why don't you guess on domestic first, and I'll ask you worldwide. Now or then? Now. Oh, Jesus, domestic? Oh, fuck, man. I... For that first movie... Dude, you've got me. I don't want to make a stupid guess, man. I, I want to say domestic for the last twenty or so years, uh, between seven hundred fifty million and, and a billion. Yeah, so that's so what I would have thought too. But the that's actually the worldwide is where it made the majority of its money. Uh, domestic is four hundred two million four hundred fifty three thousand eight hundred eighty two. Hmm. Does that include the re-release, the 3D re-release, yeah. or no? Oh, yeah, that includes okay. the re-released. The the domestic before the re-release was $357 million. But oh, okay. Now, what would your guess for, for worldwide lifetime gross? Lifetime gross? $2 billion. Let me just throw that out there. Uh... One billion, uh, twenty-nine million. Oh, so it... <laughs> okay, even though I saw that hitting a billion, like, what would have been like, oh, God, about just over 15 years ago, it only made 29 yeah. million cents. That's yeah, cute. yeah. That's real cute. Because, I mean, I'm guessing that was all during the re-release. All right, I guess so. I was way off on that. And let's see. What's, uh, do you remember what opening? Well, let's see. I'll find the U.S. opening. Do you remember what the the date was for the opening for the film? Yeah, it's June 11th. Okay. This is June 13th, but no, I was no. there. I know. Not know was June eleventh. Uh, I had that shit memorized in my heart at that time. <laughs> uh, um, 
I, I know the date for the VHS release, too. If you want to ask that, I know you know it. Oh, I, I think we both know that date. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not doing any stakes, so it's not proper for me to say it right now. Let's see. Who who played the Jurassic Park tour voice? Oh, motherfucker. Man, I knew his name at one point. He did a lot of stuff, too. A lot of advertisements, commercials. Yeah. And my dad told me his name. I do not remember it right off the top of my head, though. I figured you would have got that one. It's uh, Richard Kelly. Okay. I, I remember his voice, especially when the... Uh, yeah. When they went by the Dilophosaur uh, exhibit. Because they couldn't see him. They didn't see shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, you saw me on all of them. <laughs> um, I was just going to try to add something new to the show. I could come up with one to stop you. Oh, dude, it wouldn't be hard, man. I'm, I don't remember stuff like that. I don't remember stuff like that. I, I can barely tell you, like, the the two top actors in films I really like. Mm-hmm. Much less, like, dates. And grosses, I can, I can generally get, you know, within, I mean, not in a film that made that much damn money, a billion fucking dollars, but, you know. Usually I can get pretty close on, you know, films if I know, you know, when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of think it's neat with this this Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, that they try uh-huh. to release it so so close to the, at least the same date as the first one. It comes out June 12th. Oh, that's cool. Um, is that a Thursday? I'm not sure. Or is that, I guess it's getting like a midnight deal. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to have to go see it when it comes out. It's probably the only summer movie I'm going to brave crowds for. Uh, I'm definitely going to see that. It's, it's three movies I, I definitely want to try to see this summer. Um, you probably already know what they are, but Jurassic World is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. And, uh, of course, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. And... Uh, Shit. Oh, uh, Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm just... I'm really curious how that's going to turn out. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna keep my expectations really low. Yeah, yeah, you're going to... Uh, see, I'm afraid I've got my expectations for Jurassic World too high. And I don't have huge yeah. expectations for it. I'm just going there to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but dude, watch me get so pissed because I had, I, you know, yeah. when I was a kid, all that crap uh-huh. going on, I could tune out. I was just enjoying the hell out of that. Yeah. Movie. I was an adult. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tune the movie out and just hear like some asshole, like you know, eating popcorn and breathing heavily, just like I do. Yeah. You know, dude, I remember one time. uh, Oh, fuck, I don't remember what it was. Just we previewed uh, Solaris. Of all movies, we previewed Solaris. Uh, in the yeah. Theater. Was, I know how this is going to 
and we all went to Wendy's, and uh, we we brought him back and started watching this movie. And first off, that movie is boring as fuck. It, it yep. sucks ass. None of us. It sucks it. ass. And uh, but the people sitting next to me, which was three people, I started noticing them chuckling, even though there was nothing going on on screen. And I was eating a uh, uh, double stack. <laughs> And uh, they're, like, sitting there laughing and shit. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you laughing at? I'm like, you're breathing so hard. <laughs> so, that's that's not know, me. That's, not, that's George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I I know. I know I had to have been loud as hell. That's hilarious. No. Done. Oh, man. And, the problem is, man, after they said that, I tried to be more quiet about it, but you know that makes it worse. That makes it so much worse. <laughs> you're, you're just so really I'm self-conscious like, about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and so I start hearing it. Yeah. Like, well, fuck, I don't need double stacks or triple stacks around other human beings. A triple stack, you're just excited. That's why you're breathing so hard. Oh, man, it's like, it's seriously, it's like I'm just getting ready for a, um, a sweaty bout of sex with the freaking three-layer <laughs> baconator. I'm just rubbing it all over my tits. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, that, that movie is a piece of fucking garbage, dude. Did, did y'all, like, make it through it? No. No, we laughed. It, it was so boring. I think that's why they were all laughing at me, because I was, like, the highlight of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, trying to find something entertaining. Yeah, we we gave up about I want to say about twenty five minutes into it. Uh, but see, I hate it though because the projections had to stay. Yeah, run it through. That was a long movie. So that's that's what happens when you let George Clooney make his own decisions. God, it was terrible. Right. Hire an agent, George, and listen to what he fucking says because George Clooney has made some fucking awful movies in the past, I don't know, since since that movie, whichever that was, what, about 10, 11 years ago? I don't, I can't remember. You know, the last two movies of his I enjoyed uh, was um, A World of War Out Thou, and uh, yeah. I actually really liked Intolerable Cruelty. But, you know, I never watched any of the Oceans movies. Is that is that a, a Coen Brothers movie? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I enjoy it's, it. I know that's why. It, it's like a uh, romantic comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it, too. He's like Captain Zeta Jones' husband, which is okay. boggling my mind. But, uh, but then again, she married Michael Douglas, so... Uh, yeah, the other he's pussy be, like uh, a motherfucker, man. He just tears that pussy up. Uh, apparently so, man. <laughs> uh, he's got that face for it. No, you, I mean you know why I say that, right? Wow. He got that fucking. Uh, he got like throat cancer or something, and it wasn't from oh. smoking. It was from tearing that pussy up. <laughs> I, okay, I thought you were still talking about. We were talking about Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, oh. yeah the Michael Douglas thing. I, 
I had to read up on that because I was like, who is this? Who is this dude kidding? But saying he he just eats so much pussy that he's got fucking throat cancer. Who the hell says that? Then I looked it up. I was like, what the hell? Because he's totally right. Yeah. That's that's a pretty pimp thing to say, though. I mean, <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, this this is the truth, man. That dude's probably been with some of the hottest women in the world, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I get it. You know, I like Michael Douglas. You know, I like him pretty much. Oh, yeah, I see him. He's in that uh, Ant Man. Yeah, he is. He certainly is. Which I wouldn't mind seeing that. That movie is probably the only comic movie I'm looking forward to. Oh, you know, if this is just a rumor or just something that came out, uh, apparently Netflix is working on a Punisher series, which is yeah. fucking awesome in and of itself, because that's exactly where the Punisher belongs. Uh, yeah. Tom Hardy's expressed interest in playing the Punisher. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah, I, I would I would love that because I like him a lot. I like Tom Hardy a lot too, man. I don't I don't know why people dislike the guy. I mean, he's five nine. That's not too fucking short. I mean, come on. But you can do whatever you want on film, man. So what? I don't care how short he is. The, the thing here he makes up for it with bulk. Yeah. When he played Bane, like I never noticed him being short, you know? No, no, I didn't either. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people shit on him from playing his Bane, but I had no problem with him. I mean, so many actors are short, man. Tom Cruise is short as fuck. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, you know, a lot of guys are really short. You just don't know it. Well, think about that. Yeah, they, that, that, that is true, but Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman and any, anybody like that, they don't have the mass that uh, yeah. Tom Hardy does. But Tom Hardy, when you look at him on film, looks much bigger than he is. He does, yeah. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not worried about his height at all. I have no issue with anything about him regarding playing Kurt Castle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never, you know, I've been a fan of his for a few years now. And I've never even really, you know, the thought never crossed my mind that he was short until, you know, people were saying that when he was, you know, cast for Bane, that that he was short. And I was like, really? I didn't even, you know, I didn't even know that. I mean, he's 5'9". I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know. But, but I mean, they deal with that all the time in Hollywood. I don't understand why Hyde would have any issue with it. Yeah, but speaking of that, uh, I guess you saw all the new pictures for the Suicide Squad. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Uh, dude, it, I mean, it really all look like people I've seen in Hot Topic, like every one of them. <laughs> uh. But uh, the the Joker for me looks terrible. Yeah, the Joker was uh, a big looks, one. Uh, he looks like a fucking juggalo. He does, and I just I don't know. You know, I I know people were 
Warner about Heath Ledger as the Joker, and he turned out to be fantastic. But the thing yeah. about Heath Ledger is he's still, you know, you can look at him and you see that menace in him, but he's still dressed a lot like the Joker. He looked fantastic, I thought. Uh, yeah. This looks ridiculous. You know, he, he looks like some uh, somebody from fucking uh, Borderlands. He looks like one of those psychos from Borderlands. Right? He does. You know, Roy Petty from uh, from Tinker or some shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm I'm not pleased with the way he looks. And it's really the tattoos that that do it that that just kind of ruin the illusion of the Joker for me. Yeah. I mean, they're they're obviously trying to do something like dramatically different. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I applaud that, but this is like I don't know. I mean, the Joker is such an established kind of character. Yeah. At this point, you know, he's been around what since nineteen thirty nine, so he's coming up on eighty years, and uh, you know, and, and again, like the Heath Ledger Joker was a. Pretty different take on what we had seen before. But uh, you could see that as a natural progression of the Joker. You know, he still fit in with with the other incarnations to me. This doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he just, this one does not look threatening to me at all. You know? It looks like some tweaked-out meth head that, I, I don't know, that just sucks dicks, you know, in the back yeah. alley. But that's what Jared Leto looks like anyway, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what he did I, to prepare for the role. Like, like some other people have said, man. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm. I don't really give a shit anyway about Suicide Squad or whatever. I'm, I may check it out, but it's not like I've got some sort of a you know big appreciation for it or anything. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, like. When they announced, uh, was it uh, Chris, uh, uh, Heath Ledger, you know, as a Joker, people did the same fucking thing. You know, they just all this, this, you know, you know, internet drama bullshit. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I guess people are just too quick to to judge things. They, it, it's uh, we we've, we've talked about it before, but like they'll see something. And then they automatically feel the need to tweet their first reaction. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's impulsive, stupid shit. You know, yeah. uh, so I just stop and think about it. You know, uh, you'll save yourself a lot of grief, and you'll look less retarded in the future. But uh, well, that's I mean, what it I, is. And I mean, I wasn't happy with uh, you know the casting of. Of uh, Heath Ledger, but you know, I thought he did a fucking amazing Joker. Yeah, same here. I didn't really know him, oh, or much of him before that. But uh, you, you know, when I saw him in that role, damn! I mean, and it's you know, for me, it's not that I wasn't like, oh man, he's dead now, so that makes it better. But no, yeah. I mean, you, you can see no. him on screen; he's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, what about uh, the rest of the cast? Have you you've seen the? Uh, you probably seen the picture of you know everyone together. Yeah, yeah, I like how Killer Croc looks like a Goomba. It does. <laughs> uh, 
He looks like he stepped out of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, it's just amazing to me how they they managed to go back to the early 90s with that. And honestly, dude, that may be a ton of fun. I might mm-hmm. even have much invested in Suicide Squad. The Joker's the only character I care about, really. Holy Quinn, I always liked Holy Quinn on the animated series. I did, too. But, uh, you know, I think I, that I was know. actually a really good choice on her. That uh, girl from uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. She looks great, man, as, as Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it may be fun. That, that's all I can hope for. It's just fun. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Will Smith? Oh, his costume looks more true to the comic book uh, version that I expected. Yeah. Um, he looks fine. I mean, he didn't... He looks fine. I'm just wondering how they're going to put Will Smith in there where he's not, uh, you know, the center of attention, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... That was a, I think that was a bad choice because of that right there. I think that that he's probably going to ruin the entire production. Maybe so. Uh, we'll see. I mean, you know how that dude is. That dude's been a, you know, the the top build dude for fucking twenty years. Yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, and maybe because of the failure of like after Earth, Earth that he's doing this. Earth. God. Oh, and and we could segue from that into Independence Day too. Or oh, ID four two. <laughs> uh, what, um, when is that happening? Oh, it, uh, they're casting it right now. I, I I don't know when it's supposed to be released. Have you not been keeping up with that, or have you not heard anything about it? I I think you you may have told me about it. I, that's about all I know. <sighs> Dude, they have they have for sure cast uh, Brent Spiner. Somehow, Brent Spiner is going to be back in it. Uh, Judd Hirsch, I think Jeff Goldblum, maybe. Uh, Bill Pullman is definitely back. Um, they cast uh, what's her face? Not Ashley. Randy Quaid. I see he's not a cast in it. Uh, even though he should be, he should be like the president of the U.S. <laughs> He's um, not dead anymore. Yeah, well, Brent Spiner apparently supposedly died in the other one. I always thought he did. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, data, he can't die. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I just... He cast quite a few people from the first one to come back. God damn, Adam. what the fuck is the appeal for that? Yeah, Roland Emmerich's doing it again. Oh, Jesus Christ, that dude. That dude needs something to not suck is why he's trying to do it. He needs some money. That's why he's going back to the well, you know. And honestly, all he has is Stargate and Independence Day, and that's it. Oh, Independence Day does not age well. Oh, and uh, Universal Soldier, but they made so many sequels to that that, like, whatever. 
Man, you want to kill some time, man, go do a Google image search on Margot Robbie. Oh, oh, well, okay. God damn. Okay, I would assume kill some time is a euphemism for rope a few out. So I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Sure, sure. Uh, is it all DiCaprio just snorting or, or blowing coke into a butthole? <laughs> I wish. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, yeah, what I was talking about earlier when we were texting is Josh Whedon, or Whedon, yeah. whatever. Man, I find it really funny considering what he said about how, you know, sexist, you know, that scene from uh, Jurassic World was, the one they released yeah. like a month ago, maybe. Yeah. And uh, that now he's getting his ass handed to him for his portrayal of Black Widow and uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, really? I haven't heard about that. That's what he he, he uh, canceled his Twitter account today because people really? kept uh, sending him all sorts of horrible shit. That's hilarious. And, yeah, I find it. I see. I imagine it's something people are just flipping out about to be dickheads. Like somebody sees somebody else saying, "Well, he's a." Uh, you know, he's a misogynist, and somebody else is like, oh, fuck, he hates women. And you all just jump on the bandwagon, because, you know, a majority of people on Twitter are total shitbags. Um, and I think that's what's going on. So he just said, fuck it, and all that. But it's pretty hateful stuff, dude. So, at Joss Whedon is available, apparently. I guess so. I'm gonna go get it. Man, I just oh I yeah, just yeah, here it is. He, he issued an apology after tweeting the forthcoming Jurassic World film was '70s era sexist. Yeah. Oh, he issued an apology. I'm sure. What is an apology on Twitter like? Peace out, homies, or some shit like that. Uh, LOL, GTFO. <laughs> yeah, it's that's all it is. That's all it is. Um, Shit's fucking stupid, man. Like, man, whatever. I won't get into that. But, uh, I don't know, dude. Ever since Joss Whedon's gotten involved with this fucking Avengers bullshit, I don't like him anymore. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. I guess he's just gotten too big for his britches. Yeah. I, I can't speak uh, for whatever's happened with Age of Ultron here because I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't either. But uh, I'm sure it's nothing nearly as what people are freaking out about. I I I guarantee you it's not. You know, I mean, it's not like she's just like being raped the whole time by a fucking Iron Man or something. Yeah, exactly. You know that's not what's going on. I mean, it, that's lame. That's lame. But uh, I always liked the dude when he did Buffy. You know, I liked a lot of his uh, stuff that he did. He did that, uh, oh, shit, the uh, Firefly. He did Firefly, too, I believe. 
yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, you had all those on DVD, didn't you? Firefly? I'm thinking of Dark Angel for some reason, I think. Oh, yeah, I had Dark Angel. I like that show a lot, too. Um, but, uh, I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up, man, unless you have anything else to add. No, I can't think of anything at the moment. Um, you know, I've watched other stuff, but of course I keep forgetting what the hell I've watched. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched a lot of shit. Nothing really, uh, I, I saw Maps to the Stars. Have you heard about that one? No, I don't think so. That's uh, David Cronenberg's new film? Oh, no, I definitely haven't seen it. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Even though it's got fucking uh, Julianne Moore in it. Mm. And I'm not a very big fan of hers at all. Mm. But uh, let's see. Oh. Julianne Moore. Uh, um, I can't even pronounce the main girl's last name. Mia Wasikowska. Uh, okay, I don't even know. <laughs> what that is. <laughs> you, you've seen her in some stuff, I guarantee you. She was in uh, the Alice in Wonderland uh, deal with oh, what's, his fa- what's His Fuck. Oh, God damn, that movie. Yeah. She she was Alice. Okay. Dude, I'm, I'm, yeah, that movie, I was a wall for the ride, even though it was a, I only thought it was okay. But the end where the Mad Hatter starts dancing and his head starts spinning around like window players, I yeah. cut it off. I mean, it offended me so bad, I just reached out and shut that fucker off. I've still never seen the very end of that. I won't watch it. Uh, I, I saw it, but I don't remember it. Uh, I just, I just, God, I was just filled with, like, loathing and disgust seeing that. I thought this was a good idea. But, uh, whatever, somebody did. Tim Burton did. Just, like, all of these movies, man, like, I mean, like, all the movies we've mentioned coming out this summer are all old properties, you know? Like, what what original is coming out this summer? I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure there is some stuff, but, uh, I mean, I'm just, everybody's, like, out of creativity, I guess. They've got no desire to do anything new. I guess these these Hollywood execs are just, like, too afraid to invest anything in something that's not, like, a guaranteed moneymaker. I think that's what it is. I mean, there's new... There's always original stuff coming out, but it's always swept in like a rug, almost. It's buried under their blockbusters. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like... You know, in the 80s, man, it was just so much, like, weird shit coming out, and a lot of it was awful, but a lot of it's really good, too, you know? And you would never see shit like that anymore. No. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, just, I mean, just 1984 alone, you know, Terminator... 
That's new. Gremlins. That's new. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. That's mm-hmm. new. You know, uh, of course, Temple of Doom, I think, came out then, too, but it was, you know, a sequel. But, uh, well, yeah, but the first three you mentioned, they're either remakes in the works or it's coming out this, this summer, you know? Yeah. Oh, I know. It, who is it directing this Ghostbusters? The Paul Feig. You know, he actually has a show... It came out on the internet. I can't remember exactly where it came out. I think it's all on YouTube now, called Other Space. And, hmm. uh, I, you know, I tried to watch a little bit of the first episode. I, I don't know if it's something I can get into. The only reason I wanted to watch it is because uh, Joel Hodgson is in it. Okay. And uh, Trace Bolu, I think, does a voice of the uh, robot in it. And the cool thing is, the robot's name is Art, and that was a running gag in the show, because the whole girl wrote in a letter, you know, as uh, Jill always read letters at the end of the episode, the whole girl wrote in a letter where she had drawn all of them, and for some reason called Crow Art. So, it looks like they actually made a robot named Art, just because of that, in this show. But, uh... Well, that's cool. Not... Yeah, I yeah, haven't heard yeah. of the show. I just looked it up. It's uh, it's 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 new. Um, when Paul Feig had, had worked with him before, you know, on Priest of Geeks, because they were both on Priest yeah. of Geeks as well. Was he an actor on that show? Who? Paul Feig. Well, I think he was like uh, one of the. Producers or actors oh, okay. or something. Yeah, he, he was he was one of them. Um, He's acting in a lot of stuff. Really? He was on an episode of Roseanne. Oh yeah, Roseanne had so many people. Um, like like what was it, Josh Whedon? Go right back to him. <laughs> But no, Paul Feig, you'll be interested to hear this. He's after he fucks up Ghostbusters, he's going to make a movie called the Play Doh movie. Oh yeah, he's gonna fuck up Play Doh. It's just Melissa McCarthy eating Play Doh. <laughs> it's just her. She's made out of Play Doh. <laughs> and it's like people just keep animating her, like you know, stop motion. Adding oh, more, more layers. I guess the Lego movie. I think they can turn anything into a movie. Oh, like, that, that's just, exactly what they're doing. Just name something. Like name name a toy. Fucking teeter totter. All right, we got the teeter totter coming out in 2017. Dude, <clears throat> he needs to make hungry, hungry hippos into a fucking movie. Melissa McCarthy would be perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. I've actually heard of that being a movie before. I don't know if it was a rumor or what. Uh, probably. But, uh... I used to get on that, though. Oh, Hungry Hungry Hippos is in development. Are you... That's too early in production. There's there's no information about it, but... Oh, God, it's in production. are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck it. 
It's going to be uh, <laughs> It's going to be Melissa McCarthy, like Kim Kardashian, like Bette Midler, and uh, fuck, I don't know, Star Jones. Rain Wilson. Yeah, Star Jones. Precious <laughs> be in it. They just they just gobbling up something the entire movie. Gobbling up souls. <laughs> so it's, they're just going to be doing like a remake of Hocus Pocus for the biggest <laughs> and you know biggest women in Hollywood. Yeah. So, uh, that, that dude, that sounds awesome though. Honestly, gobbling up souls. That's the tagline <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, yeah, so we got that to look forward to in, like, five years when some dickhead decides to make it. Oh, Jesus. This shit's fucking depressing, man. Uh, I think we're entering into a golden age for was A golden age of just complete shit. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we can uh, wrap it up on that somber note. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but, uh, well, all right, guys. We uh, we appreciate you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time, or talk to you next time. And uh, go check us out on Twitter, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Leave us a comment. Or uh, send us some, some ideas for shows you'd like us to do. But, all right, we'll talk to you next time.